Father, we just thank you and we praise you on tonight. We thank you for bringing us together once again. We thank you that your word is nigh unto us, even in our mouth, even in our heart, the word of faith which we preach, which we proclaim. We thank you, Father God, for each individual that's here tonight. And we thank you for those that are coming forth, Father God, to present what they have learned so far through these teachings. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. So, let's get um, some people up front who want to go first and um, go over um, the power gifts. Who want to be the first? Okay, Gloria's going to come up first. Who's coming up behind Gloria? The ones that's coming up, come closer so we can um, move forward with um, the gifts that we just went over. Have everybody taken their test? Okay. Come on, Gloria. Um, what I learned um, about the power gifts, I always do like this and say they're the gifts that do something. But um, the gift of faith um, operates supernaturally as the Holy Spirit wills to believe for the impossible. And what really stuck out to me was um, when um, the lady's son passed away and she was a widow, widower. And um, she was weeping because she lost her son. And Jesus came into the city, and when he saw her weeping, he was really moved with compassion. So um, they were carrying him out on a, a, a briar. And when Jesus um, said something, they all stood still. And uh, he came back to life and sat up and began to speak. That was um, the gift of faith in operation where the impossible was um, operating through the Holy Spirit. Because we know that nobody can come back from the dead unless it's a, um, a, a, work, a gift of faith. And then um, the working of miracles operates supernaturally um, by um, the will of the Holy Spirit um, to believe for the miracle, for the miracle to happen. And um, what I think about is when um, God told Moses to tell Aaron to stretch forth his hand and all the water um, turned to blood. And then um, the gift of um, faith, I mean, uh, the working of miracles, I mean, the gift of healings, I'm sorry, which um, operates supernaturally by the will of the Holy Spirit to heal all manner um, of sickness and disease. And I think it was Matthew 4.23 where um, Jesus was teaching in the synagogue and uh, he was preaching and then he began to heal all manner of sickness. And it op it's not where you get healed by medications or going to the doctor. It is a gift as the Holy Spirit wills. went over the gift of healing but it talks about in uh, Matthew 10 1 about how uh, he gave us power to lay hands on the sick and uh, heal the sick or unclean spirits and then we went over um, the gift of faith about how we um, believe in something that's not possible and that's in uh, Matthew 14 and we also talked about the uh, working of miracles uh, when Peter walked on water 
And that's in, uh, when, for example, um, we talked about how, you know, someone don't have an arm, how their arm will grow out. That's, uh, that's a miracle right there. And we went over in X 5 about uh, working for miracles. And healing also is not something that, um, uh, something that's not a miracle, that's not something that doctor or medicine done. Well, these gifts all go to, they all work hand in hand together, and they're operated by the Holy Spirit as he wills. It's not something that um, God says we are to to desire these gifts, but it's not something that we can operate. It's something that God has to operate through the Holy Spirit. And so um, when I think of um, the gift of um, faith was, um, one example was the widow woman when um, the prophet told her to go and borrow the vessels. And she, you know, she stepped out in faith and then he told her, you know, shut the door and start pouring the oil. Um, that was one example. Um, and also um, the gift of healing. Um, and, it, and it goes in with miracles too. When, um, when um, Peter told the lame man, you know, told him to write, look on us. And he obeyed him, and he looked at him, and, you know, he said, rise up, and he received strength. Um, and then also um, when Lazarus was raised from the dead, that was a miracle because we know that in the natural that doesn't happen. And all these are beyond natural means. They're beyond the five senses, what we can, um, what the world used to, what we can see, smell, touch, hear, or taste. They're all supernatural gifts outside of the norm, outside of the laws of nature. I learned that faith is believing the impossible. Uh, I remember years and years ago when I first got my home and Pastor Corbett was teaching on faith. And I started speaking those things as though they were. I started saying, I have my den. I started um, going to pick out furniture for it. I started... uh, buying little pictures and stuff like that. So I was walking in faith, believing that I already had what I didn't see with my natural eye. The gift of healing is when you walk in, it's as the Holy Spirit wills, and you walk in and healing, believing that you are healed with any sickness, disease, or anything that you know that's not from God. And the working of miracles, I thought when Pastor was teaching on the working of miracles, I thought about Sister Shirley. Because one time she was having an operation on something. They was telling her, she gave the testimony in here and the Holy Spirit brought it back to me. They was telling her that she had something. But then when she went in to have whatever she was going to have, while they looked at it again, it wasn't there anymore. So that brought that back to me about Sister Shirley, her aunt. And then uh, what really sticks out to me, even when I was a little girl, when uh, Jesus turned the water into wine, that's a working of miracles. Believing that that's something that you couldn't do yourself. It had to be the will of the Father working through the Holy Spirit. Well, I learned um, 
about the gift of faith. I really love the part whenever she said faith is like a muscle. We have to keep exercising it so it can keep growing and growing. And how we learned about little faith and great faith and how Peter had little faith, you know, and how the servant had great faith. He said, just speak my word and my servant will be healed. And I just really enjoyed that about faith. And the more we spend time in the word and with God, the more our faith will grow. And it's just important that we do that so we can believe the things of God. So whenever the enemy try to attack us, our health, we'll know that we are the healed of the Lord. That we can stand on those scriptures and believe and have faith in the impossible. And with the miracles, um, all of them do work together. Just like Brother James said in the Apostle, it's believing um, just like that a limb will grow out. Whenever you in that word and you believe in and you see somebody that maybe don't have a limb, you can speak the word, but it's as the Holy Spirit leads. Even though you might want it, it's whenever he wants it to be done. So this teaching was really good, and I just pray that I'll continue to meditate on it and be blessed by it. The gift of faith is where you believe in the impossible, just like Peter walking on the water. But he lost faith in that process of walking on the water. And the working of miracles is Jesus feeding the 5,000. Ain't no way he can feed 5,000 plus the women and the kids. And all these gifts work with love and the gift of healing is with um with one signs and windows the lame man at the gate of beautiful he believed and he had faith that was a gift of healing working of miracles and um he believed and he got up and he could walk into the city and um it's these gifts are also awesome because they all work together even with the um the word of knowledge the word of wisdom and that's what i learned all of them work together the power gifts <clears throat> the working of miracles and like everybody said tonight, they all work together and they all show forth the power of God because it comes from God. And what sticks out to me is that all these other false gods that people worship, they, they can't do that. They don't have any record of ever doing any miracle, ever doing any healing, or you don't even have faith to believe in them. Well, some people do believe in it. And because of what they believe, it will manifest. But with the gift of healing, I like to see people healed and delivered. And I've been in hospitals and and I was like, you know, I'm praying for this person to be healed, you know, to be delivered or whatever. And then when it don't happen, I was kind of like, well, okay, Lord, you know, what happened? But then with this teaching, I found out it's as the Holy Spirit wills. Mm 
you know, we may want to go in and, and heal somebody of cancer or whatever's going on in their body, but it's as the Holy Spirit wills. And when you're there and if God stir up that gift in you through the Holy Spirit to either speak to that person or lay hands on that person, and then you know it's going to happen immediately, and that's working along with faith. And like everyone said, faith is uh, comes from God um, supernaturally. It goes beyond your five senses to believe the impossible, to believe that a limb can grow back. And with the working of miracles, um, to believe the, to some, when you see the impossible, like when um, Moses stretched forth his hands and the sea opened up, that was a miracle in itself. But then when they walked on dry ground, that was another miracle because, you know, when water go away, there's mud. But the Bible said they walked on dry ground, so that was another miracle there. And they're all power gifts so that man, that people will know that there is a God and that God is God and he's not uh, like all these other handmade gods, that he is God. And all these gifts work as the Spirit wills. Anyone else? Oh, don't run so quickly. It's okay. Um, the gift of faith is supernaturally given by the Holy Spirit to believe in things that's not possible. And, you know, we all have faith. God has given us faith to believe his word. It's the fruit of the Spirit. But God's faith is, in Hebrews 11, uh, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we hope in things that we can't see. And one one of the scriptures that stuck out to me was in, in Romans 4 with Abraham. He was strong in faith. You know, it says he considered not his own body, now dead, um, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. It said he didn't stagger at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And so he was fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. So that just shows us that, you know, it's not about what we see, but what God promised. You know, that's what Abraham was looking at. He wasn't looking at his body being dead, but he was looking at what God had promised him. So I just think about that in the word. You know, God has promised us so many things in his word. And our situations may show us other things, but it's, it's what did he promise, you know. And that's how, that's how he was strong in faith because he didn't consider what he saw, you know. It, it's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So a lot of times we won't see what we are hoping for, what we are believing for. But when we're strong in faith, you know, we'll, we'll believe what God has spoken, what he's promised. Um, and then on the uh, the... Working of miracles, uh, you know, it's a supernatural gift given by the Holy Spirit, you know, which overrides the laws of nature. And um, like parting the Red Sea, you know, striking the rock, water's coming out of the rock. Um, but, but all these gifts are the power of God. You know, we, we, can't, we can't work them ourselves. It's his power. Um, and... And then we go to the gifts of healing, uh, which is a supernatural gift that flows through the believers to heal all sickness, all disease. 
And in Matthew 10, Jesus, he gave his disciples power, you know, over unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all manner of sickness, all manner of disease. So we have that authority in, in his name. You know, when we speak in his name, uh, demons have to come out. They have to obey. Um, and like Apostle was teaching Sunday, there's no other name. You know, his name is above all names. So even sickness has to bow to that name. We have authority and we have a right to use that name. Anyone else? Don't forget you just took the test, so you should be able to come up. <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, so the, I didn't ever knew what was the difference in faith and the gift of faith. And the example I got for faith and then the gift of faith, I'll just make it real short. Um, when I was, a, when I applied for a job and I had faith that God would give me the job, but it was kind of like Peter walking on the water. I had faith. I changed my house around and moved my computer and everything or whatever. But then I got a letter from the company saying that I didn't have the job. So I was kind of like Peter when he began to sink. But I had called Apostle, and Apostle was telling me to call the people back, which she was operating in a gift of faith. And um, regardless of what they had sent the letter and what they had said, I ended up getting the job. So that was the example that I had for that. And um, miracles, the working of miracles, um, which is these gifts is for the unbelievers. And so I had went to court with somebody one time, and they had got a D well, they was arrested for a DWI. And whenever we was in the courtroom, the lawyer had already said that this person was going to get some time. They was going to have to do weekends. And when the cop got up and he was describing the scene and what had happened and everything it was like oh my goodness like this person really is going to get some time but the judge said dismissed I mean it truly was a miracle because it wasn't nobody in the courtroom um that thought this person was going to get off and that helped them grow their relationship with the Lord showing them that God is God and um, that was miracles and healing. And the gift of healing is when you rely on the Lord to heal you without doctors and medicine and stuff like that. And I remember I was having, I guess y'all say I got an example for everything. But anyway, <laughs> I was having a problem with my back and my knee, but I was working, and whenever I would get up from my desk, like, I could barely walk. Like, it was hurting so, so bad, and I did go to the doctor for it, and when I was in there, she wanted to give me a shot, and I told her, no, I wasn't going to take that shot. Like, I didn't want that shot, and so she said if I didn't take the shot that um, I would be back. 
but I went home anyway or whatever, and, like, I was just in so much pain. And I was telling the Lord, like, you know that he said that he's a healer and he's not man that he should lie. You know, so if he said it, then it's going to be so, because I'm not going back to the doctor because I know who I serve. And she's not going to make a mockery of what I'm believing. And I was healed. Anyone else? I see somebody leaning this way. Renee is like, it's not me. Renee said, don't look at me right. You got to do it tonight or the next time we come together one way or another. Now everybody getting up. The part that stuck out to me when Peter and John, um, when they was together, and the, and the lame man that was laying beside of the temple, and Peter said, "Look upon you know, look upon me, silver and gold, as I have none, such as I have, let it be unto you." Um, that just let me know that that he had faith in what was on the inside of him, and he believed that. Uh, that it was nothing else that can help him, but he knew that if this guy would have faith, this lame man would have faith and believe that he would be healed. And then Jesus, uh, he said that the word was taught, and he went into the synagogue, and as he, as he taught the word, um, he was healing diseases and, um, you know, all manner. Uh, just like right now, we all got to be taught and not just be taught we have to believe the word and if we believe the word uh, our faith will grow and our power of of uh you know of healing and um it all it all will it will come uh before us we'll be able to work in those in those beliefs so um just like peter and john we just all have to believe what's on the inside and stand on it, and uh, and it's not about you know um, what's around us, what's going on. It's what's on the inside. That's what I got. On the power, I guess as she began to teach the other scriptures that we've had in the past kept jumping out at me. And my example would be like uh, the fruits of the Spirit and all of them work on love. Without love, none of them work. Uh, the gift of healing is one I imagine most people have a problem with because they say, they're not getting healed. They're not getting healed. Whose fault is it? As she began to teach, uh, you may be healed, but it's up to you to stay healed. That's what I got at that point in the healing. And the example would be like Benny Hinn on TV who had the gift of healing. Uh, he uh, 
when people come come forward, if they are healed. But if they don't stay here, it's not his fault. So that's a, a good lesson learned. Um, the gift of faith, uh, that's a powerful one. Because without the gift of faith, you can't do too much of nothing. Uh, you can ask any person that's sick and been sick for a while. They'll tell you right quick that faith, they have a problem with it sometimes. And when they have that pain, some of them don't know how to deal with it. And when the doctors and the workers come out and they look at them and they talk to them and they say, we can't give you no more for that pain medication. No more of that pain medication. And they're in serious pain. I've heard some people say they felt like they was on fire. And the same one said they felt like they was on fire is dead today. But the gift of faith gives you a way out, which is truth. And once you understand how the gift of faith will work, you have a better outlook and be easy on you if you go through the hardships of life. Um, the gift of faith gift of faith is a supernatural gift that's given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit for us to believe in things that are impossible. What is impossible for man is possible for God. Um, and for those to, to have faith for others to see that God is God and that God's word is sure and whatever God's word says that it will come to pass. Um, we have different gifts of faith. We have different faith. Uh, we have strong faith, as Abraham had faith to believe what God said, and he took God's word over what his body looked like. We have um, great faith. Great faith is great faith. Faith is to stand. Having great faith is stronger than having little faith, the faith where you kind of waver, you believe, and you don't believe. Um, it's wavering faith, I believe. As Peter, when he walked the water, he had that strong faith, but then he took his eyes off Jesus and he began to sink. Then um, Jesus asked him, told him, oh, ye of little faith, because he doubted. Um, the gift of healing is a supernatural gift that is given by the Holy Spirit um, to heal of all manners of sickness and diseases, um, like um, I think this kind of goes together, faith and healing. Um, with the centurion, to me it kind of goes together. With the centurion, when he asked Jesus, told Jesus that he didn't have to come to his house, just speak the word, and he believed that his servant would be healed. So he has strong faith to believe that if God, Jesus just spoke the word, that that word would travel and that his servant would be healed. Um, working of miracles. Working of miracles overrides the laws of nature to where it's not something that you would expect to happen. It's nothing that man can do. It can only be done by God. Uh, some more said, like, um, when the Red Sea was parted, I think Sister T, and... Um, they walked on dry land. Um, 
That's it. Um, if y'all only knew what this teaching did for me, I have been wanting to say this for a long time. Faith for me. Oh my God. I have such a great faith in God and to trust God and to believe in God. It's been 19 years since I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I've been standing on God's word, having faith in what God say, not what man say. Y'all, if we could only just grab hold to what my mind thinks so much on what God say, stuff around me, things around me in this world, it doesn't. They don't phase me. It don't phase me a bit. It just don't phase me. And the miracle is my grandbaby, when my daughter did drugs for eight months, didn't receive any treatment for my grandson. He got all his fingers, all his toes, everything he is doing, everything that a child should do. Healing for me. Oh, God. Oh, God. I was... Um, at work probably about three months ago, I'll say. And, and I know I, I stood up here and I gave y'all my testimony about how I was going through with the bleeding and all of that stuff. And I was at work. I was at work. And I got sick. I got sick. I was feeling, I got, I was feeling real weak and real tired and, and I was like, I, I, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. I can't, I can't stay here, Robert. I got to go. I can't hardly stand up. So I called my son, which, which is Jarvis. He was home at the time, and I called him. And I said, Jarvis, I'm going I'm to go ahead and go to the, the emergency. No, 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 no. I said, Jarvis, come get me. I'm going to go home and lay down. And Jarvis said, no, Mama, you're going to the emergency room. So Jarvis made me go to the emergency room. I went to the emergency room. When I got to the emergency room, I had the doctors at an awe because the doctor, my blood count was at a three. And I was up talking, laughing, and joking around with the doctors. And the doctors say, you're not supposed to be talking to me. You're supposed to be passed out. And I was like, I had to let him know. I said, that's what the blood of Jesus will do for you. It'll keep you. So I know that God is a healer. I know that God works miracles, y'all. I just think on the things above. Oh, my God, I just thank God so much because I just, oh, my God, I just, I can't, I don't, I don't, I just don't, I, I can't explain it. People be like, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to have common sense. Common sense to me is not sticking your hand in a, a fire ant bed, not, not sticking your hand on a hot stove. But the word of God said that by Jesus' stripes, I was already healed. We take that so lightly. We don't take that and apply it to our lives. And I just, that's what I've been doing for so long. I've been applying the word of God to my life. And I just want all of us to just grab hold so we can walk and we can see the miraculous. We can see 
the lame walk. We can see the blind see. We can see. We can just see that. We can do it, guys. We got it on the inside of us. Only if we believe. Um, The gift of faith is faith where you hear the word of God and no matter what else you hear, you stand on his word. And um, I would like to give an example of how when God told me I was going to have my salon, I was 20 years old, I think, 19 or 20. And I trusted and believed in what God said, rather I saw it or not. So for, okay, I was 20. I don't know what year that was. I didn't get my first salon, y'all, till I was till 2002. But when I heard that word, I trust and believe I was going to get it. Like Abraham, which I ain't waited as long as he did for that son. But I trust and believe my, my salon was there. I was buying. Had nowhere to put it. <laughs> but I was buying stuff used. I was going all to Atlanta, renting a truck, loading it up, me and Angie. I mean, I saw it. And I went on the word and what the word said. And that's the gift of faith. You go after what God say no matter what man say or what you don't have. And my father always said, um, Kim, if you want to be a hairstylist, you always done good doing hair, I'll get you your own salon. So I was like, yes, I got my daddy back. I have my own salon. So natural faith would have put their mind on what man can do. But when my daddy died in 2001, I never looked at God what happened to my salon because my faith wasn't in my daddy. It was in God still. And I knew God was going to give me just what he said. I never stopped. I continued to get the things I needed to get. So when I walked into my new salon, I was debt free. I didn't have to pay nobody, nothing. I didn't have to rent nothing. Everything was paid for. And I would like to say um, miracles, and to me, this was a miracle and healing and all in one. I don't know if my mom remember, but when I was younger, we were on this choir. It was probably about 100 or more, and we used to travel, and uh, we were in Burlington. And before we went, my brother, which was a clown, played a lot. He, I was walking past him. He was laying on the couch, and he grabbed me by the foot, and I tripped. My, thumb, my um, big toe, it swelled up really big, and I couldn't fit my feet in the shoe. And so I don't know y'all know how traditional churches are, but you march in. So we were at this big whatever they were having. I don't remember. I was young, but we were supposed to be marching in, and here I can't walk with a shoe. I, I didn't have a shoe that I could fit. So we got to the hotel that we were staying at. My old pastor's uh, wife, the first lady, she called me into her room and my f- 
my big toe was huge. It was really huge. She laid hands on my toe. And I watched that big toe go down like not, like it was like it was before I got hurt. And um, that was the working of miracles. And to me, I mean, to me it was working of miracles because it went from big to nothing and a gift of healing all working together. And it was her gift of faith that worked it. And I saw the signs and wonders. And um, I would also like to say, which y'all hear um, Brother Skeet talk and um, Apostle about our forefathers, our aunts, uncles, they had great faith. They didn't believe in medicine. So I grew up hearing that from my mom, how this person didn't take medicine. This person didn't. They just trusted and believed on the word of God. So I grew up hearing that, and I was like, wow. I used to be like, wow. And we grew up in our house not taking nothing but aspirin and Pepto-Bismol. So even now, it's kind of hard to take medicine. I, I, if I have a headache, I just trust and believe, God, you're going to, it's going to, it's going to go away because I know healing is within me. And I learned that as a young age, hearing it from my mom talking about her aunts and uncles, but that's why I said. Is that everybody? I'm going to close with this testimony. Um, I had another opportunity to talk to the contractor that's doing the church. And each time I come in here, we'll stop and we'll talk about Jesus, how good he is. And, and every time it doesn't fail when we're talking about the Lord and the Lord is ministering, he just cry. His work just stopped and he just started crying. So we're talking about healing. We're talking about faith. And he began to share with me about a man he knew. And this man that he knew, he um, got this lung disease um, from um, dealing with wood all the time. And they told him that every month he had to get uh, fluid drained off of his lungs, which cost him $12,000 a month. And finally it got to a point that the doctor told him, there's nothing else we can do. So he was preparing himself. He was like this for like six years, a lot of years. So he was preparing himself to die. So he went to church um, one night and was this, I guess it was an Asian woman or a woman um, began to talk um, with him and tell him, the Lord told me to tell you to take this type of oil and rub it on your chest. So this man, he said, he just went home and he just went in one ear and went out another ear and he didn't do it. He said about four months later, it's like the Lord woke him up about three in the morning and said, you being disobedient to what I said. So he said he went back to church, and that same woman met him and said, the Lord gave me a message 3 o'clock this morning, you being disobedient to what I said. So he went back home, and he began to rub in that oil on his chest, and he just kept doing it. And he had to have treatments every 12 hours, but he kept rubbing his chest with that oil. So he went to his wife, and he told his wife, he said, I can breathe. She said, I hope you can breathe. He said, no, I really can breathe. So he went in the shower. He could never take hot showers. So finally, he took a hot shower, and he got through the shower. So through doing what God instructed him to do, he went back to the doctor, and the doctor did um, some more x-rays and told him, your lungs are perfectly normal. And this is truth. 
So what I'm saying is the power gifts and all of these gifts that y'all have been taught on is not for us to have the word and not apply the word, meaning that whatever you get taught on when you go out, the Holy Spirit is going to operate these gifts in you as he wills. He know each individual that you're going to meet on a daily basis that needs something that you have. This is why Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give unto you. Peter knew what he had. He knew he had the name of Jesus, but in order for that name to operate he had to have faith in that name and he also knew he had the gift of healing on the inside of him so when you know you have these gifts on the inside of you and your desire is for these gifts god is not going to um, allow you to go somewhere and be in front of a sick person and not operate in these gifts so you don't come up in here just to get these teachings to sit dormant and just say you know it don't work it never has worked that's not believe and what the word says that it will do so everywhere we go god will put us in contact with somebody that need what you have he's not going to let you sit there if there's a need there without stirring up those gifts on the inside of you which it works by love if you don't know god's love if you haven't experienced his love it's because you haven't experienced a relationship with him to the point of knowing that god is love and he loved each and every one of us and i don't care what a person did when they did it or how they did it god will stir up a gift in you to let them know i love you outside of what you've done to heal you today to deliver you today to set you free from what you're going through today me and my husband was out today and we were sitting down eating and um i was walking past this lady and i have to just say this when i seen the lady sitting over there to the side it was like go sit with that lady i'm like nope i'm going over here that's exactly what i said i said nope i don't know that lady <laughs> i'm gonna sit over here how about I look up and she's standing in front of me. I said, Jesus, she said, she said, I know you. And I'm just sitting there looking. She said, I know you. You're that minister. <laughs> You're that minister. I, I watch you. I'm like, well, praise Jesus. But I wasn't going to say anything. But after she finished, I said, God got a word for you. And when God gave her the word, she going back to her seat just as happy, eating her chicken. I said, look at Jesus. He set that up because I'm like, nope, I'm going to sit right over here. And I looked up, and there she is looking at me like a deer in headlights. I'm like, okay, God, you brought her over here, so I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Why am I saying that? God will not miss an opportunity to make himself known. And he's known through you. Do not go out without representing who you are in him. And you don't have to force it. The only thing you got to do is get in your word on a daily basis. And as you go, he go with you. He say, lo, I'm with you always, even until the end. Do what the word of God tell you to do. Amen. Do we have anything else? Gloria. Um, I wanted to say this about the um, gift of healing. I was telling an apostle about it um, last um, week, probably in um, 2004, before I became an actual member of Miracle Temple. Whenever I wasn't having church, I would come to Burgall, 
and um, sit up under her teachings. And she was preaching um, at a funeral home one night during the week. And um, she was um, teaching the word and everything. So then there came a time where she said, baby, she said, come here. And I came up and she was like, um, the gift of healing is operating through you. Um, lay hands on, she said, everybody form a line if you need to be healed. And she said, lay hands on these people. And so I got ready to lay hands on them. And I said, in the name of Jesus. And she came and she said, baby, you don't have to say anything. All you have to do is lay hands on them. And y'all, I had got reports where people were literally, where the gift of healing was in operation, as he will, where they were literally healed of stuff that they could not um, be healed otherwise through, like, medication and doctors. Deacon 